Hi, welcome to Olives and Pimentos podcast. I'm speaking with the band Slime. Hello. Yo. What's going on? There. I'm CD. I play bass in the Slime. I'm Junior. I play guitar in the Slime. I'm Derek Slime. I play the drums. Nice. Derek Slime. I like that. It's like the whole uh, teenage ball rock. No, uh, Mask Intruder thing, right? Because like Mask yeah. Intruder goes like da-da-da, Red Mask, whatever. That's really cool. So, um... Yeah. What uh, what uh, started the band? How's that? Let's start with that. That's one for, uh, what, for you. What started the band? So the band has been probably together since 2014. Yeah. Uh, but this lineup, we we all came together in around 2017, I'd say. So we've been 20, 2019, I think. That's 19. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I love how this is going. But yeah. Uh, I mean, Derek Slime has been keeping the band running for, like, a long-ass time, and the the singer and I, Andy, we've been in, we've been part of the lineup since 2019, and yeah. uh, Junior's been in the band for the last two years, uh, for the last two years now, yeah. and, yeah, this is the current lineup that's, the current lineup of the Slime out of millions of different variations of Slime. Okay. Or, uh, our singer Andy Mick is not here today, though, because he has a job, like like a like a like a working member of society. Which yeah, we aren't. Well, that's okay. So, do all three of you guys live in the same house, or we don't? No, <laughs> no, we don't. Otherwise, we'd probably like kill each other in less than two days. Well, that's amazing, and just have mass keggers, right? Um, uh, or drinking lots of beer. I'm assuming you guys drink beer. Oh, definitely. Oh, the, I'm the lone guy in the band who does not drink beer. I'm more of a, of a whiskey guy. Oh, there you go. Well, that, that'll get the party going, right? Oh, party animals, anyway. There you go. So, what's, um, with the latest re- release, um, how did that go about the 2022 release? Like, when did you get, how did you guys record that? So, that was, um, Living on Borrowed Slime. Living on Borrowed Slime, yeah, that yeah. was done through. A guy who we who's done most of our recordings. Um, it was um, Nick from Schoolhouse Studios. Okay. Who did the production on that one? And um, yeah, it was a little studio out in Dundas, Ontario, and it was uh, actually a schoolhouse from the 1850s, I believe. So nice. That was a cool experience, and we're pretty happy with the way the record turned out. Yeah, it, it rips, man. Like um, I've been listening to punk rock hardcore and skate punk for the past fuck i don't know i'm 42 right now so i guess i don't know since i was like 19 and yeah um i found you guys out um from the record label that you guys are on uh uh al nolan's record uh label yep first one blessed uh blessed recordings right say that again the record label blessed recordings uh, no, we're called Cursed Blessings. Cursed Blessings, sorry. It's too early. Fuck me. <laughs> um, um, curse. And then uh, I found that out, and I found you guys out, and I started listening to your, 2020, uh, your 2020 album. Um, yeah. Coming soon uh, to an alley near you, which is a fucking ripper, too. And you guys also yeah. you guys also play a lot of shows, too. You guys are always doing shows downtown. Yeah, we do. We, we, we have, we've 
brought down the amount of Toronto shows we've been playing just because we don't want to wear out our welcome. So we play a lot of GTA, Ontario, Montreal, that kind of stuff. Oh, nice. And you guys do a lot of... Uh, do you guys do any festivals too or no? We have done festivals. We haven't done one in quite a while though. Yeah. So I want someone to invite us to one. Oh, right. Awesome. I actually... I know the guys from uh, Riverfest and Alora. It's like a, a boutique, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, music festival. So I can tell yeah. you if I can sling your na- names in there for sure. So, oh, yeah. yeah, right. Um, so I just got a little box of tapes from you guys. That's kind of cool. So what brought that on, putting the uh, album on tape? So we were, at the time, the... Uh was killing vinyl or making it really hard to produce so right thing while we were waiting for our vinyl to come out and uh cassettes are, are a booming a booming thing right now and kids are buying them at shows so you can and you can buy one for like five to ten dollars so yeah yeah i think i think uh with uh cassettes too and even cds now too i think a lot of stuff is coming back um, in yeah. my in my opinion, because like I think Spotify and Apple Music and all that stuff, I think it's not really killing the industry, but sort of I don't know. It's like, definitely not making it easier for for smaller artists or like DIY artists to make money to make money off of the music that they make. I, I think you were you were bang on when you're saying when you say killing though. That's what it is. It's just slowly killing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, I was talking to my buddy uh, Spencer. He's in a band called Truce, um, and we were just talking about how much money artists pay f- get from Spotify, and it's like complete dog shit. Where oh, it's, it's, it's like point, it's like zero point zero zero two or something like that. Yes. So you get zero point zero 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 three like cents per like stream or some some shit like that. Yeah. So you got recording a band that you like, you got to buy something of theirs: a cassette, a sticker, a T-shirt, a hoodie. Uh, we have all that stuff because, I mean, one purchase is the equivalent of twenty to thirty thousand streams. That's so, fucking bananas, oh, guys. Fuck, fuck, yeah. <laughs> You're not that. You know what? Like I was. I don't know if you guys know uh, Greg Dawson from BWC Studios. No. No. Anyways, yeah, he was on the podcast too, and he he went on a rant about Spotify for like five minutes. I'm like, all right, you got to slow down. I throw this thing on Spotify. (laughs) But I totally agree with you, man. It's it's fucking horrendous. um, And even the amount of money that Spotify makes like in a year. Oh, yeah. It's fucking nuts. So, what are your... Uh, let's go through all of your influences. Like, what uh, got you listening to this genre of music? So, we well, we have tons of influences. We listen to... We all listen to lots of different genres, but our main ones for the slime would be uh, old-school hardcore punk, um, thrash, crossover... We're, we're kind of um, we're not we're not like an '80s throwback band, but we have a lot of influence from that decade. Right. So, like, name a couple of bands that. Uh... Uh, like Bad Brains, oh, right. Sod, 
Yeah, Meyer Threat's good. Yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, I get a lot of um, a lot of uh, sick of it all too in it. Yeah, they're a good oh. band too. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. Sure. So, how long yeah. has uh, all you guys been playing music for individually? So I've been playing for the last uh, almost uh, eight years. I've been playing I've been playing guitar for like eight years, and I picked up bass like a year after that. So eight years of music for for me. Yeah. Eight, for me, it's I mean, music's been a constant in my life since I was a kid. From hearing the stuff that my parents would listen to, but as a musician for 16 years now i've been playing guitar since 2007 so when i was nine years old Holy oh for me it's um i've been playing drums for quite a while i don't know how long but it's been off and on i even was off for about 12 years there yeah because i don't know it's hard it's a hard instrument to play in toronto unless you have the real estate yeah exactly so i pretty much started playing this just to do this band Oh, that's amazing. Um, so you've been doing it for a while, obviously. So do you guys have any plans of uh, recording any new stuff in the future? Or? Oh, yeah. We we cur- we have uh, some new music uh, in the works right now, actually. And uh, going to have possibly something coming soon around next year. Oh, wicked. Yeah. Is it like a full album or like an EP or... I mean, it's it, it, technically both. I mean, in terms of hardcore, like it, it could be all, almost called a full length. It's like, I would say like around fifteen. <laughs> it's fifteen minutes, really a full length. But like in terms no. of hardcore, that's pretty. Sex is fifteen minutes long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. amazing. Seventy minute hardcore album. No. Yeah, <laughs> so, but we do. Yeah, they our next release album whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's like basically the same shit that we've been doing before, but even better than, even better than the last stuff, faster, more precise, everything that old school hardcore is all about. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you guys, uh, listen to, uh, a lot of hardcore. Is there any other uh, music genres that you guys, you guys listen to or no? Oh, for sure. Yep. We, we listen to a lot of heavy metal, so we listen to death metal a lot. Nice. Grindcore. Grindcore. Yeah. Um, Big time. And we, we get into weird stuff, too. We listen to, sometimes in the, in the punk incubator, our jam space, we'll be listening to um, Exotica, or like Hawaiian music or something like that. Yeah. Jazz, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like to listen to a lot of jazz whenever I'm... Like doing other stuff that's not related to the band. Okay. Lots of rockability. Right on. Um, sweet, right on, guys. Um, and you guys, uh, what about the uh, the Bears NFL football team? Yeah, that's my team. Yeah. And I've been by them since I was eight years old. <laughs> yeah. And how's your season going? Yeah. It's going to be another another one where it's just like, all these expectations and there's nothing to show for it. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's like the Leafs too, right? Like, <laughs> and, 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 and it's funny that you say that because in many ways I feel like they're operationally almost the same organization in a lot of ways. I mean, they Absolutely. operate on almost a similar business model. Yeah, where they spend a dickload of money, they don't do anything. 
Exactly. Or, right. or, or their reluctance to spend money on things that will make the team better. You mean like a front office? Front office and players. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I can I can shit talk to Leafs all fucking day, dude. Oh yeah, I mean they, they they the jokes about the Leafs just write themselves. Oh fuck. Well, even what happened was the last night when uh, I guess uh, Wolf fucking I don't know what he did, but he didn't get up. He got. A, I heard he got injured. I didn't see the game, but I heard he got injured. Well, he didn't like that's the thing too is like he didn't get hit either, so. I think he was just getting up, and then he went back down like a fucking spring toy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, and that's the thing, too, with the Leafs. Like, they have the team to do it, I guess. But. Well, they definitely do. They definitely do. But, I mean, I feel like for them, it's down to coaching. Yeah, I hear you. There you go. I used to be a Leafs fan for a long time, and then I became a Habs fan, because I got tired of them losing, and the Habs are complete dog shit now, so. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Let's go, boys. Let's chirp. Yeah, that's that, that's quite the flip. Yeah, it is. Whatever. I just said, fuck. It was during the pandemic too, right? Like, I'm like, fuck this. I'm done with this team. Well, I'm, I'm born and raised in Edmonton, so uh, I'm an Oiler fan. So, this and McDavid's fun. a good dude, man. They got a good team, um, except for the dog shit goaltender, Cole Campbell. But whatever. Oh, Skinner, you mean? Yeah, or no, Campbell. They got Campbell got put down, didn't he? Not put down, but like. What no. on waivers? Yeah, like he's uh, playing for the uh, AHL right now. Oh yeah, oh that makes sense. No, goaltending is a problem for us in Edmonton. Yeah, totally. I think you guys. I don't know. The start of the season with the Oilers, though, like even was, if you look that was, at that was if, if you look at it on paper, you're like. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I know. you should be he winning this. Should be winning the Stanley Cup. For fifteen years. Yeah, fuck. It's insane. Like, I just, I just look at it. Like, and even with the Leafs too. Like, if you look at the Leafs on paper, they should be better than what they are. Yeah, that's true. Definitely agreed. Yeah. Definitely, I still can't compete with those at the, at the top of the Eastern Conference. I don't think. Well, uh, go ahead, sorry. It's all bark and no bite with those guys in the playoffs. Well, that's it, too. Like, I think right now, like, if I was a batty man, which I am, um, I can see the Las Vegas Knights winning it. Yeah, well, I mean, they did already, and it wouldn't surprise me if they won it again. That's that's fair, too. That's totally fair. So, you guys are on band camp as well. How would, um, That's a lot better than uh, being on the old uh, Spotify and Apple, no? Oh yeah, I overall I'd say like Bandcamp has been just better for us. Like well at least for all for people who wanna actually listen to our music and support us. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. We we always set our, our albums to be hey what you want. So every whenever you wanna get like one of our records, like you could pay like ten bucks for it or just give us two bucks or you could just download it. And See, it seems like a lot of, like, based on, like, what we've seen, at least, like, on the statistics or whatever on that Bandcamp provides, it's just, like, people, a lot of people, like, download it, even even though, like, not everyone could, has the means to, like, always pay for it, but still, it's great to see that so many people want to listen to the slime, and that's always, like, a good thing to see, that people want to directly get the music from the artists. Right. 
Yeah, no, I, th- I think Bandcamp's a really good thing. Too. The only thing about Bandcamp is the mobile app is complete shit, too. So, Oh, my God, it is terrible. I don't know whoever... A... Go ahead. Something else, yeah. Something Where... else about Bandcamp is, like, sometimes, uh, like, I think certain extreme genres or something that use, like, lore and everything on their, uh, as their album art or whatever, or, like, anything that's, like, graphic tends to get, like censored or shadow banned basically like it's not going to show up on like the front page you'd have to like google the band to actually find it but other than that like it's like such a minor problem like in the grand scheme in the grand scheme of things compared to like you know just being able to get paid directly uh from your fans to for the music that you make right it's cool and cap friday thing too yeah because that was originally just a gonna be a one-off thing but then now it's every friday what's is, sorry what is a band camp fridays what's that about it's i think it's like something because like Bandcamp takes like a small share i think like a 15 or 20 percent share like on the money that you get from from releases but on friday yeah on Bandcamp fridays that's when all the money that you get from from people buying your albums and shit, all of it directly goes to the artists. Like, no extra fees or anything and all that stuff. Okay, well, that's I didn't even know anything about that. That's fucking crazy. I'll start buying all my albums on Friday now. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. They, I guess they really don't promote it either, huh? A little bit, but it's not... No, it's not hugely known yet. It's... Well... Not everybody knows knows about it, but it, I mean, it's it's always good that it's it's there at least, as opposed to just being like swept under the rug and completely forgotten. Right. Um, so, what did you guys get get up to last night? Last night? Oh yeah, like, did you guys go boozing or what? No, and then no. no. Well, I, I was doing my, a bit of my own boosting, but that's uh, that's it. <laughs> but what we're gonna do after this phone call is over is more more what's in question. Oh yeah, definitely after the call, it's it's ultra boost time. <laughs> it's uh, boost city, as I like to call it. Oh yeah, that's alright. That's early, but why not, right? What about you? Oh, I'm just drinking coffee, and I got work today. I work as a chef, right? So I can't go in all fuckered. I chop yeah, stuff and what does it look like at the end of your show uh well there's a there's a frosty beverage at the end maybe one two three or four and <laughs> maybe I, five or six if uh feel like extra frosty we, we we chef a, a sparkling pineapple mimosa at the moment that's oh there you go guys um yeah. do you guys have any other shows coming up or we don't have any shows booked right now. Um, we, we purposefully wanted to take a little break until the new year. Yeah. Uh, so, actually, our next show is early February, I believe. But Where it was is time it? to play shows over and over again. It was time to come up with new material. Yeah. And come game plan for the release of our new record, which we're super stoked about. I think it's the best thing we've ever done. So, so who uh, who does all the art for you guys for the for the records? Our art is done by a guy named Andrew Wright. He's a tattoo artist. You can find him like at Breath Air, uh, Breath Air, 
pressure breath air design okay. or mission tattoos. And he just does like a lot of like, kind of monster stuff and like he was the, the vibe we were looking for because we wanted kind of something humorous and a little bit violent, a little bit dark. Yeah, he's and a like, tattoo artist too, yeah? Pardon? He's a tattoo artist as well? Yeah, yeah. He's tattooed our singer a few times. Is he, am I wrong here? Is he uh, Andrew from Choices Made? Correct. Oh, no shit. Hey, that's totally cool. Yeah, those guys yeah. are rad. Yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking rad. <laughs> right? Um, and you guys have done shows with Choices Made too, yeah? Many times, yes. Yeah, so. with them, mini tour. Um, I think my buddy, uh, he does a thing called Punk Rock Barbecue. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Dale. I don't know if you know him or not. Um, yeah. As we, re- invite- we couldn't do the last one for whatever reason, but yeah, man, we want to we play stuff like that as much as possible. Yeah, because he's doing one again uh, this year. So, pretty sure he's probably already talked to you guys, too. I think so. Yeah, you guys should do that. It's always a good time, too. Okay, so, you guys have any cats and dogs, or what? Because the podcast is uh, named after the cats. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, we have uh, a a dog that lives on our funky bader here. She's called Darby Crash. Darby Crash? Yeah. That's amazing. What kind of dog is it? He's a schnoodle. She's a schnauzer poodle, and she's right here sleeping. That's amazing. You guys got to send me a picture that I got to throw on the AIG. Oh, will do, for sure. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, so yeah. Um, what else I got to say? I guess that's, is that it? You guys have anything else you want to say? You guys have anything else you want to promote? Anything else you want to say? Uh, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, um, this fucking cat. Um, yeah, no, it's so like, uh, I gotta have you guys over, we'll do a live one, because usually, uh, the live ones usually get kind of, uh, hairy, because we have a couple of beers, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, the, yeah. the audio yeah. ones are kind of short and whatever, because everyone's like, okay, da-da-da, but, um, yeah. yeah, so, uh, fuck the Leafs, um, yeah. <laughs> we've done everything else. Rock and roll forever, booze up, go to Booze City, Tequila Sunset style. Is that what's and, so that's what's happening? Basically, yeah. That's it's wicked. That's the daily occurrence here in the slime world. So what's, uh, what's uh, are you guys listening to any new music, like any new bands right now? or? Oh, yeah, I mean, throughout the year, I like, I like to... About like any new EPs slash albums, like that anything that's like semi hardcore related. I like I found this uh, one band like this one time I went on a weekend trip to Montreal because a uh, buddy who I hadn't seen in, like six years was was visiting, and I found out about the show that was happening with this band called Enzyme from Australia, and they're a fucking like insane like noise like crust punk kind of band and they're yeah I've been listening to that their uh, their EP or album uh, Golden Dystopia Age like over and over because it's so fucking sick nice I gotta check that one out um there's a band uh, you gotta check out uh, if you like punk rock and it's not really hardcore but it's punk rock uh, a band called Tearjerker 
They're from uh, the UK. You gotta check them out. They're really good too. Fuck yeah! It's like yeah. street punk. Yeah, it's like I guess it's like um, no, it's not street punk. No, it's not like gutter punk. Like a lot of shit. Um, I guess it's like uh, skate punk. You will. Okay, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the least they only have two singles released over here in Canada. The, the whole album's on uh, Bandcamp, but the whole album rips too. So. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so what other? Uh, uh, anything other? Uh, any other new uh, albums you guys are listening to or no? Uh, for, to be honest, right now I'm kind of like stuck in peace with what I'm listening to in terms of heavy music. I've been listening to a lot of like crossover thrash and, uh, uh, like I said, like first wave hardcore punk stuff. Nice. Been finding stuff that nobody heard back then. Stuff sort of like between '79 and '85 kind of thing. Oh, cool! That's right, now. Up right now. So, what's your favorite uh, thrash album from that era? Oh God, that's really hard to say. But I, I guess I'm gonna go dealing with it by DRI. That's a good one. DRI is always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, all that, all that like '80s like thrash stuff and crossover thrash is like huge for me. I, I play in a thrash band as well. So, uh, what's the, what's uh, your thrash band called? Oh, my thrash band is called Corrosive. Oh, yeah? Um, so I, 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 I'm very happy to have them and the Slime as well. I can I can play more, I guess, intricate stuff with Corrosive, and then when I come to the Slime, I can, I can write some cool, catchy punk tunes while also still being heavy. Yeah. Any of that, all that 80s thrash stuff is, like, where where it's at for me. Yeah. And how, how many albums do you have with the uh, Corrosive? Uh, two. But I'm I'm on the second one, not the first. So just listen to the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, both albums are really good, and I you should listen to the both of them. But even though I'm not on the first one, it's still it's still great. And I still play all the songs live. Yeah. So it's called the corrosive. Is it? Uh, you guys have vinyl and everything too? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we just got vinyl for the second record just pretty recently. When was the second record released? Uh, came out last year. Oh, fucking right. Uh, here's another question too, and you guys don't have to answer if you want. When you guys were uh, during COVID, do you get did you guys find it hard to get together and record? Uh, well, yeah, honestly, when well when COVID happened, basically we it was it was just like a five month, four month hiatus. Like I mean. We, we, at, there was a certain point where we were like, okay, well, we have to at least like somewhat get back into it, at least like practicing or making new music. So we, every so like every so often, with quote unquote distance, with like distance between us, making sure that none of us got sick, mm. we practice. And it was, I mean, basically, we were just only seeing each other, so no one else was being co- uh, compromised, at least. And it was. For a while, it was like tough to get back into things, especially with almost no shows happening, and on the off, off, off chance that there was one, it was still like happening during the pandemic. So a lot of restrictions were happening, and it didn't feel like a didn't it didn't really feel like a proper show. It, but yeah. everyone was, wanted to be enthusiastic about doing shows again. But it it's just with all the restrictions, it felt like well. Now we're just here standing around, like, listening to music and making sure that we're not breaking the rules, which 
it, it makes sense, but it didn't feel like genuine. Yeah, let's like I went. Uh, Jennifer and I went to. We went and saw Dead Cemetery and uh, Belvedere in Hamilton, mm-hmm. and uh, so they had this fucking glass. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, whatever. Like, COVID. Like, I believe in science, and it was a thing. But I would have just sat there and like, why even bother, sort of thing. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt the show didn't feel like a show, right? Totally. Yeah. Our our first show pandemic show I guess you can call it everyone had to stay sitting down and the chairs were at the back of the room so it was a bit surreal (laughs) (laughs) what like at a hardcore show like you have to sit down usually the chairs are being flown on stage before I joined was there a um, show that you guys did before that one where Corrosive shared the bill with you guys was there Uh, a show before that I I think so I don't like a pandemic show? Yeah, yeah. I, know, I believe that was our first one. That was the one. Okay. We also played it hard like a couple times when it was like that. Oh, maybe really? I, maybe there was something before that, that before I joined. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. um, yeah, those shows were weird, man. But I'm glad everything's straightened up right now. Well, I, I, well, COVID's still around, but I don't think anyone uh, likes to believe it, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, let's, 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 let's not dive into that. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Everyone's got their own opinion. Um, but uh, than there ever has been. What's that, sorry? I, I would say there's more bands than there ever has been. Yeah, and that's the thing too, man, is I think from that, there's a lot of bands that came out came out from that, right? And a lot of people started playing again too, right? It like doubled, and same with the uh, uh, Toronto music venues. Like, there was only, there was really, like, three or four you could think of. And now, they're just popping up. Even, like, a couple of legal ones mm-hmm. where, you know, BYOB and that kind of stuff. I really, we really support that style of doing. So, that's great. But um, we are also a little bit concerned that there's a bit of a saturation thing going on in the scene right now. Oh, really? Yeah, a little bit. Well, it- in the sense that it's it's almost like every single night that there's a show happening on like people that we know, and obviously we want we we support as many of like the people that we love like as much as possible, go to shows, buy merch and all that shit, and hanging out. But it's like when it's when there's almost like three or four shows happening on the same night, like on four, yeah, and sometimes more, and all within like. Ma- either a massive distance or like almost like right next to each other it's like well shit what the fuck do I do do I which show do I go to I can't like going to all of them seems like right. it, it's a possibility but n- nobody has all the energy to do like everything all at once anyway well it'd be kind of cool too like if the promoters sat there and got together and said hey listen we're going to do a show this day we're going to do a show this day right that's sort of what we've been thinking it's been a bit of a uh, bit of a broken up scene in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a bit clicky. Well, that, that's the thing too. Is like even like you know the guys at the bovine could sit there and say to the guys at Hardlock, like, "Hey, listen, we're doing a show on Friday. Can you guys do a show on Saturday?" Right? Yeah, for sure. Sure. That I mean, would range because they their shows are packed because they can really only fit thirty to forty people in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a venue like Hard Luck <clears throat> would would 
you're right. They would do good to communicate with some of the other venues and promoters because we're having, you know, six shows happening and they're all like sort of punk slash hardcore metal shows and each one doesn't have enough people at it. It's like, let's start like working together. Yeah. Well, that's the sense of community too. Like back in the day, um, cause I, I'm 42. You guys are probably in your late twenties. I'm assuming. <laughs> well, I'm 25. Well, there you go. And I'm and I'm 23, and Derek is uh, 47. Okay, perfect. 47. Are, are you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, like back in the day, like when I was like uh, watching shows like Five Knuckle and like Marilyn's Vitamins, and like oh, when yeah. Trigger Happy was going to like they had that sense of community too. I think that's sort of lost too. Yeah, well, there's only, uh, you know, if there's one show happening on the weekend, it's the big show, then that's where all the kids go. And that's when you get the, the really cool, crazy pits and everything. And that's when bands uh, can make some money from selling the merch. Yeah, for sure. Are you guys going to the show on Saturday? Is that the Wilhelm Scream? Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to make that one. No. Yeah, I was going to go to that one, but uh, sadly, uh, other stuff came up. But, uh, yeah, it's Gob, Wilhelm Scream, and the Flatliners. I've never seen a Wilhelm Scream. I think that's why a lot of people are going, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Gob, I, man, I remember, because being 47 years old, I remember hanging out with Gob, because I'm from Alberta. Oh, good old Alberta. Yeah. Right so on. I, I like those guys. Yeah, Gob's good. Uh, Wilhelm Scream, like I said, I've never seen. Like, the Flats always... They always deliver a good show too, but no, I've never seen them on screen. But uh, maybe next time. Have you guys seen the band or no? Um, I don't think so. No. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they're fucking killer live, and so are you guys. You guys are fucking nuts live too. So. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, man. Thanks. And then thanks for the uh, for the uh, for the the uh, tapes. I was only expecting one, so I went downstairs because one of the fucking cats got it. And uh, I saw a box. I was shaking it. And I'm like, this is pretty big for a tape. And there was a fucking a whole cassette catalog. So, oh, great. Yeah, that's, um, you can thank Al for that. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. I will thank Al for that. He's on the podcast in February, actually. Oh, sick. Yeah, he's got some interesting stories. He loves the Leafs, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he's on the pod in February, so, um, yeah, so it was great doing this, guys. Um, is there anything else you guys want to push? No, we got nothing to push right now. Um, all, all there is to say is that we're going to be releasing new music sometime soon. So, yeah, keep your eyes and ears open for that. There you go. We'll, we'll do a digital uh, teaser. Yeah. Uh, sit, then we'll follow that up with a full, a full length, well, full length hardcore, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> well, like full length hardcore is what, twenty nine minutes maybe. Oh Jesus, man. <laughs> well, yeah, are you sleeping by the end of that? <laughs> <laughs> like fifteen minutes. Yeah. yeah That's all right. right. So our album EP. <laughs> Something like that. Right on, guys. All right, thanks for doing this, huh? All right, thanks, bud. All right, cheers. Cheers.